Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to The John Cordray Show number 20. In today's episode, I'm talking about when our superhero dies and five ways to cope with loss. This is the John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. Hi, everybody. This is John Cordray, and I'm a licensed therapist and national certified counselor and your host for today. And I'm going to be talking about a topic that is not easy for a lot of people. And really, when I think about it, this is not easy for me as well, because I have lost many people very close to me in my life over the the years. And and it still hurts and it still has a, a hole in my heart because I miss them. But I really thought this was going to be a very good episode, and this is something that I think everybody can relate to. We've all lost somebody in our life. And so I want to spend just a few minutes uh, today with you, and, and I want to come alongside you, and you can come alongside me, and we can encourage one another uh, because we have lost loved ones along the way, and, and maybe you might even have somebody that you're thinking of that they are very close to death and you're already grieving that pre grieving experience that you're going through right now, completely normal and natural. And, and so today in episode 20 is when our superhero dies and five ways to cope with loss. And I do want to note that this was an article that I wrote uh, for the Huffington post back in May of 2015 and it got some really good response, and I really thought those of you who would rather listen than read, that would be me. I would rather listen than, than read most of the time. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and talk about this article uh, because I think a lot of people are going through this right this very minute. So why did I, why did I title it Superheroes? Why did I pick a superhero? Well, not only... Uh, the superheroes of today, this is 2015 when this uh, is uh, coming out, uh, superheroes are, are the rage, right? There are a lot of different movies. and But that's not really why I chose the topic uh, or t- chose the term superheroes. But I really uh, wanted to convey that special place in our heart. And, and it does have that special place in my heart. When I was growing up, I was fascinated by Stan Lee. Now, for those of you who don't know who Stan Lee is, you probably have never watched a Marvel movie. Uh, but Stan Lee, uh, he was uh, or is the godfather of Marvel comics. And uh, he is still alive today. And someday I would love to get to meet him. But he was the um, one of the the icons, iconic people of the Marvel comic world, and 
And there's just something about the message of hope and goodwill that, at least I think, that superheroes convey that's very appealing to me. And so when I think of superheroes, I think, really, we all have superheroes in our life. Now, I don't mean Iron Man or Superman or Spider-Woman or Spider-Man or Wonder Woman, but really uh, the real-life superheroes. That's what I want to talk about. And the real-life people in our lives whom we look up to, who mean the world to us. Maybe we were growing up and and we had that grandparent who always made us laugh or the aunt or the uncle who always made time to sit down with you and, and just talk about life, to have fun. Maybe it was a best friend who was always there, or, or maybe it was a parent who always made you feel better no matter what. But we all have that superhero. I don't know who your superhero is or was, but we all have people in our lives that make a huge impact on our lives. That's why I chose the term superheroes. So when our superhero dies, it could rock our world. Sure, we all expect it. We all know none of us live forever. We're going to die. But it doesn't make it really that much easier, does it? Of knowing that that special person in your life has passed on or, or maybe in the process of dying. That's not easy. So what happens when our superhero dies? That person that we look up to, that person that we admire, that person who loves us unconditionally, that is our superhero. But what happens when our superhero dies? When I think about my own life, I remember my grandpa when uh, I was a teenager. My grandpa would was always there, and he taught me so many things, and he was really the prankster of our family, and I think that's probably how I got the prank. I pranked a lot when I was younger as well. And so when my grandpa passed when I was a young teenager, it rocked my world. And then shortly after my grandpa passed away when I was a teenager, my dog died. And we all know that our pets can be just as important to us as any family member. And then when I got to college, I had a best friend in college, and he died tragically in a car accident just a year after I graduated from college. We all have people in our lives that we are close to, and we don't expect them to pass, at least not yet. And there's no secret formula, no magic portion, no hidden message that will bring your superhero back. This is real life. It's not a movie. And the agonizing pain and that profound loss is so great and so overwhelming that it can completely rock our world. It can shake the very foundation of our core. You know, I was really recently reminded of this recently uh, when I was talking to a 13-year-old boy. He was in my office and uh, because he lost somebody in his life, and he was grieving and didn't know how to manage his emotions. 
And he had just lost his superhero. And it was his grandpa. And Luke was trying to be strong, but his eyes revealed his profound sorrow. I think he really felt like he couldn't cry because he was a guy. And we all know that message that we as guys hear so often that guys don't cry. And that's wrong. We need to cry, guys. We need to release that emotion from us and not keep it bottled up. So how can we cope when our superhero dies? It's never easy. It's never simple. In fact, I struggle with talking about five steps that could help you cope with your profound loss. I struggle with that because it's not a formula. It's not, well, you follow this step and then take this step. And after you follow all these steps, you're going to be better. And that's not the case. I wish it was. But I hope you'll continue to listen because I think you need to be encouraged. I think you need someone to come alongside you and say, it is hard. It is lonely. And some days it is going to be so difficult to get out of bed. You need someone to come alongside you. And I hope that's me. I hope I can come alongside you just for a little bit. And be that voice that talks to you and talks to your heart. Now, I do want to mention that this list, the the steps that I'm going to talk about, I don't want you to confuse it or replace it with the five stages of grief. That was coined by a woman named Elizabeth Cougar-Ross. And she has a great book. It's it's dated. It came out in 1969, and it's called On Death and Dying. Yes, it's dated, but it's still very practical, and it's still very helpful. In fact, most people today refer to the five stages of grief, and Elizabeth Ross was the one that coined that phrase, and she wrote that book, and I think it's great. So if you are going through a struggle right now of losing somebody in your life, I think that could be very helpful. And uh, so it's called On Death and Dying, published in 1969, and the author was Elizabeth Cougar, Kugler Ross. And so you can look that up or you can go to my show notes. I'll make sure I have that on there for you as well. So these five steps, not to be confused by the five stages, and I don't want you to, to think, well, if I just get through all five steps, then uh, I'm just going to be fine. I'm not going to be sad anymore, uh, but it doesn't work that way. I think, you know, it doesn't work that way. So what are the five steps to help you cope with your profound loss, to help you cope with that superhero in your life that maybe you've lost, or maybe that superhero uh, is dying on the way to death. So here are the five steps. Number one, this might seem obvious, but I need to say it anyway. Allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself to grieve. The biggest mistake that I see people make is when they lose a loved one is to act like nothing is wrong, that they're okay, that you just pretend on the outside. But let me tell you, nobody is okay when they lose a loved one. So don't act like you're okay. Cry. 
and then cry some more. It's okay. I give you permission. In fact, I really hope you do cry to get it out. Don't hold it back. Get angry if you have to. Laugh. It's okay to laugh and have good memories. Cry and cry some more. But do anything that will help you express your emotions. Just don't stuff them. Don't bury them so deep. Don't think I have to have it all together so I can help other people in my life. No, you have to grieve. So allow yourself to grieve. Get those emotions out. It's okay. Not only is it okay, it's a necessary step in your healing. Step two, take a break. Take a break. Don't go about your day as business as usual. If someone close to your life and close to you just recently passed away, don't avoid your hurt and your sorrow by trying to do the same things that you always do. If you can, take a break from work. Take a break from school. Cancel everything on your schedule for the next one or two weeks. I know. That can be hard. But I tell you, if you continue your day and your weeks like nothing's wrong and you go to work just as normal as usual and you are you have a busy schedule just like you always do then that's going to force you to stuff your feelings or it's going to distract you your, your sorrow and your loss will distract you from your job so take a break cancel everything don't pretend that everything's okay don't keep doing the same things that you do. Take a break for one or two weeks. Step three, surround yourself with others. Surround yourself with others. You should take a break, yes. But don't withdraw or isolate yourself from others. So taking a break from your busy and hectic schedule is one thing. Taking a break from people is completely different. Don't do that. Don't withdraw from the world. Don't isolate yourself. Don't stay in bed and shut the door and and live in this cave. I know it's hard and I know you're grieving. But this is the time when you need love and support from others the most. So don't shut those people out. More than likely, they're hurting as well and they need you just as much as you need them. So surround yourself with other people who can help you, lift you up, surround you with love, surround you with compassion, or just to be there in the same room. Maybe not saying a word, but you're not alone. Number four, step four, re-engage in life. Yes, you should take a break. I recommend one to two weeks if possible. Yes, you should surround yourself with others but you eventually need to re-engage in life. So after you spend some time grieving, taking a break and receiving comfort from others, it's time to re-engage in life. It's time to go back to work. It's time to go back to school. It's time to stay productive. Start adding to your schedule. And let me tell you, this is probably one of the hardest parts for a lot of people is to re-engage in life. Because it's the emotional, that psychological barrier. It's that 
well, if I re-engage in life, it's going to look like or act like that. I don't care about my loss. But re-engaging in life does not mean you're done with grieving. Re-engaging in life doesn't mean that you're pretending. Re-engaging in life doesn't mean that you're forgetting about your superhero that just died. No, re-engaging in life simply means that you are learning to live your life at the same time as you are grieving. You have to live life. Your superhero who passed on would want you to live your life. So do it. After you spent time grieving and taking a break and surrounding yourself with others who love you, it's time to re-engage in life. Is there a time frame of getting back into life? You know, I, I don't think there is. I mean, I think there is a time when, when too much time goes by. And I think there's too little time if you just pretend and get right back into things. But where is that balance of taking a break, grieving, and then re-engaging in life? And I think that is really up to each individual. As long as you're taking a break, as long as you're surrounding yourself with others, and as long as you don't withdraw from life for, your, for months and months and months, then you need to think through what time to get back back into life and re-engage. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. So let me just uh, go over the, the first four steps again real quick. Step one is to allow yourself to grieve. Step two, take a break. Step three, surround yourself with others. Step four, re-engage in life. And step five, this is the new step, build new memories. Build new memories. This step often produces a false sense of guilt for a lot of people. Building new memories. Life goes on. The problem is so many people that I have talked to in my office are afraid to do this. I have told, or lots of people have told me that they're afraid to build new memories because it will somehow mean that they will forget about their superhero, that they didn't really care about their life. And somehow building new memories is a way of, I didn't need them. I got my own life. It's a false sense of guilt because your loved one who passed on would want you to build new memories. And when I have clients tell me this, 
that they can't build new memories because it would somehow mean that you're forgetting about them. I gently remind my clients that they will never forget and that their superhero would want them to build new and happy memories again. You're never going to forget the person, the loved one, your superhero that passed on. You're never going to forget. And they would want you to continue with life and build new memories. And yet it's so profoundly difficult to move forward after our superhero dies, but it is possible to live life again. In many ways, you will never, ever be the same again because of your loved one passing on. You're always going to have a hole in your heart. That's a part of life and death. But it doesn't mean that your life is over. It doesn't mean that you try to rebuild new relationships and rebuild old relationships. I remember as I am doing this uh, episode and I'm talking to you and I'm talking about something that's profoundly impactful for my life and the people in my life that have passed on years ago when I was a teenager, when I was in college, it still has a huge impact on my life. Even right now, you may hear it in my voice at times. And I remember in college and when my, one of my best friends, my, one of my roommates in college, and we actually took a lot of classes together. So we spent a lot of time and his name was Mark. And, and I remember, I remember going to class, uh, one specific day. It, it just, it sticks in my mind because it's a lot of, a lot of, uh, fun to talk about it. It's funny. But we're, we tended to stay up late and talk and do whatever. And then we, a lot of times we'd have early class. And, and so we would go to our early class. And my friend Mark was sitting next to me this one day. And he started to doze and nod off. And he was trying his hardest to stay awake. And he, you could tell he was dozing because his head would fall forward. And, uh, and then he would raise it up again and then fall forward. Well, if that wasn't funny enough he would, uh, when he would fall asleep, his lip would open just slightly and he would actually drool and his drool would come out of his mouth. I kid you not drip down and in one long yucky mess down to the desk, he would wake up, slurp it back in head pops up and then he does it again. And that drool comes right back <laughs> and that, and that was Mark. Uh, Mark was a great guy and we got along really well and uh, I'll never forget that one one day I was he was a year ahead of me and I was uh, in in uh, uh, still in class and I got home from class one day and had a message on our machine saying that Mark from his his mom and he, she told us other uh, us other roommates that Mark had been in an accident and he was in the hospital and, 
And so, boy, we didn't want that. And so we all went to the hospital and had no idea how serious the accident was. And it turned out that he was driving and he hit a truck head on and he was alive. And, and when we got to the hospital, there were four or five doctors working on him, different types of doctors, and they were doing plastic surgery on his face and, and trying to reconstruct his face. I guess he got really um, damaged from the wreck. And I remember being very hopeful and going to the waiting room and I was talking to his mom and we were very hopeful, very optimistic because the doctors were working on him and it seemed like things were going well. And I would, after an hour or two, I had to go and, and do something else. And so she said, well, just go ahead and go. He's doing okay. Do what you need to do. And then you can come back if you want. So I leave the hospital. I, I'm not even sure what I was doing at the time, but I was doing what I had to do. And then I get a phone call from one of my roommates and he said, it's not looking good. Drop what you're doing and head to the hospital. And so I did. I dropped what I was doing, went to the hospital. As soon as I walked through the waiting room, I saw Mark's mom on the phone. She was talking to the doctor and I could tell the look in her face as I was walking towards her. She hangs up. She gives me the biggest bear hug. And she said, John, I lost him. Now, Mark was also engaged. And that was going to be his best man. And Mark's fiance was there. And I remember that profound sorrow. And I fell to my knees in the middle of the hallway of the hospital. And Mark's fiance comes and she kneels down. And she wipes the tears from my eyes. And she said, John, it's okay. Mark's in heaven now. He's in a better place. Now, what I didn't say, Mark was on his way. He was going to be a missionary. And, and one of the things missionaries have to do, they have to raise support. And this was uh, one particular day. Mark was running late for his appointment. So he can talk to somebody about his mission work to raise money. And that's when he got in his accident. Mark was going to dedicate his life to help other people in this ministry. And yet now he's gone. He had everything going for him. He had a fiance. The split second he was gone. And let me tell you, that still has a, a hole in my heart. Every time I talk about Mark, it's not because I didn't grieve well. It's because it ha he had such a profound effect on my life. And, 
And his death has had a much more profound effect on my life in a good way. I have told that story to many people, and now I've told it to you. I have opened my heart. I have been vulnerable with you about my loss. And I would encourage you to do the same for other people. Tell your story. Tell what that person and how that person meant to you. And how you're reliving life and you're engaging a life again and you're a better person because of that person who passed away. So these five steps are not easy. They're not simple, a simple formula that you do one, two, three, four, and five, and you're all better, and you're never going to cry again. You're never going to grieve again. That's not how it works. But it simply helps you to allow others to help you grieve. Step one, allow yourself to grieve. Don't fake it. Don't pretend that you're okay. You'll never be okay. At least in your heart. Yes, you're going to be okay. You know what I mean. I'm okay. When I just told you the story about Mark, I'm okay. His fiance is okay. His former fiance. She ended up getting married and, and they have children. It's awesome. Allow yourself to grieve. Step two, take a break. Don't pretend that nothing is wrong. And I recommend one or two weeks. Take off if you can from work. Take off if you can from school. Clear your schedule if you can. Step three is surround yourself with others. When you're taking a break, ask people, can you help me? Can you be there for me? You don't have to say anything. Just be in the same room. Step four, re-engage in life. Your life is not over. Re-engage. There's a time where you need to continue grieving, but also re-engage at the same time. And then step five is to build new memories. Build new memories. You're not going to forget. I mean, the story I told you about Mark happened in 1993 in September 3rd. I remember it like it was yesterday. It still affects me like it was yesterday. But I've built new memories. They're awesome memories. And I'll continue to build memories. And you will too. It's not that you're going to forget that person. It's that you're going to celebrate that person. Or people. If you have other people, multiple people that have passed on in your life. So yes, it's going to hurt. And no, nobody wants people to die. Especially our superheroes. But you will never ever forget if you stuff it in, if you hold it in, and you don't let other people in your life, there's two, one of two things are likely to happen. One, you're going to implode. And when I mean by implode, deep depression, anxiety, fear. You're going to close yourself off from the world. You might go lead into, you cope with addictions. Or... You're going to explode and that's when you get angry all the time and you become a bitter person and you are a critic and everything is terrible 
in your life and people around you look at you as a critic and that's exploding. And I'll guarantee you that the person in your life that passed on your loved one would not want you to live that way. So please remember, yes, it's difficult and you are experiencing profound loss. You may even have like someone I, I just talked to you about Mark. You may have somebody in your life that happened that died a long time ago and it still breaks your heart. Yeah, it will always will, but you're going to be okay. You're going to be able to build new memories. So yes, is life going to be different without your superhero? You bet it is, but your life isn't over. And who knows one day the script of your life may even take you, make you a superhero in somebody else's life. Wouldn't that be cool? You might be a superhero to somebody else. If you're a parent, you're a superhero to your children. If you're a grandparent, you are a superhero to your grandchildren, a best friend. Think about the people in your life. You very well could be their superhero. And when you pass on, wouldn't you want them to go through these steps that I just talked about? Sure you would. So do them yourself. Who, who was it or is it in your life that was your superhero that passed on? I mentioned my dog. My dog was my best friend in, in high school. It was one of the worst times of my life when she passed on. So, yeah, I had my superhero was one of my superheroes was my dog. Now, that might sound weird, but hello, have you heard of Underdog? <laughs> Underdog was a superhero and he was a dog. So, Life is going to be different when your superhero dies. But I believe if you can follow through these five ways to cope with your loss, it will help you live your life to the fullest. It will help you realize that your life is worth living. And if I helped you in any way, I'm so honored to be able to speak to your heart today. If this has been helpful for you, I find it a huge privilege that you've listened. And I appreciate you so much. I may not know you. I may never meet you, but I appreciate you so, so much. And it's people like you there's a reason why I started my show. Without you listening, I can't continue the show because I wouldn't have any listeners. I'm not doing this show for to be the most popular therapist out there. I'm not doing it for that. 
I'm doing it because I want to help as many people as I can. I have a private practice and I see a lot of people that come to my office every week. But this podcast that I'm doing has allowed me to reach way more, way, way more people than I would ever hoped to be able to help in a year, more than a year. I'm able to help. If you're listening to this and you're, I'm, I'm actually from the, the United States, actually in St. Louis, Missouri, United States. If you're listening to this from a different country, whoa, I would not have been able to reach out to you because of, of uh, being in a different country. Thank you. Thank you. If you are from a different country, I really appreciate you as well. And I would love, absolutely love to hear some feedback. I would love if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, a topic that's related to mental health, um, anything really under that category, because that's really the focus of my show. But I really want to hear from you. And, and there are lots of different ways that you can reach out to me. I want to know who you are. Just even if it's just say, hey, John, I, I listened to your show. Thank you. It helped. I would appreciate it. If, if you want to leave a negative uh, email, that's fine too. You can say, hey, John, this was dumb. Don't do it. I, I respect that. But if you want to reach out to me, I would love it. I'll reach back. You can find me on Twitter at John P. Cordray. You can find me on my website at johncordray.com. You can email me at john at johncordray.com. And John is spelled J-O-H-N. You could just Google my name. It'll pop up. So there's lots of ways that you can reach out to me. And I would certainly love to hear from you. Well, that's all I have for today. I really hope this has been helpful. Uh, I, I know you're hurting or else you wouldn't be listening to this. I know that you have had somebody that came to mind when I said, who's your superhero that died? I know it. And you're not alone. And uh, again, I, I really appreciate you. And I really hope that we can connect somehow. If you know somebody that has had a loss or maybe going through a loss right now and they're grieving, I would really appreciate you to just pass this along to them. You know, somehow you can share, uh, you can share this to someone that you care about that lost a loved one. You can find me on iTunes. Uh, just type in the, the John Cordray show in iTunes and you'll see me there. You can pass it on from there. I, I believe, or, or, uh, a lot of these, I stream a lot of these through my Twitter feeds. You can find it there. Uh, so there are places that you can find it and I hope you do. But I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And just know that I really appreciate you. And you're going to be okay. This too will pass, my friend. And you'll be able to start building new memories. Just don't keep it all into yourself. Allow others to help you. That's why they're there. And follow these five steps. And you're going to be just fine. You're going to make it. And you're going to have a great rest of your life. Always with a hole in your heart, yes. But you're going to make it. Take care, my friends, and I'll talk to you next time. 
You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.